Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday, Mr. Pat Gray and Jason Buttrell. Thanks yes. for being here. Pat, was, what was the top story for you? Remember when um, Michelle Obama said that Brock knows we've got to change our conversation, we've got to change our traditions, we've got to change our history. Well, that's in progress right now. I mean, we are, we are in, the progr- in progress of changing everything that we know and, and love and everything that's country was founded on hope and change man yep hope and change jason uh so new york times came out with a story yesterday that's maybe a bombshell i don't know what you guys think about it but it has to do with uh, the case that whether the trump campaign was being spied upon mm. the severity of it and um some people are saying it's a huge big bombshell i don't know we'll discuss it all right uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Um, so, Glenn was a little bit iffy, I know. They came to him before uh, the financial crash and said, we want to do business with you. And he said, I don't do business with you people. I don't do business with any of your companies. I think there's going to be you know, a major crash, and I think you're going to be in trouble. And they said, no, 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 we don't do business that way. Um, we do business a lot differently. And But, okay, that's fine. We'll come back to you after it happens. So... They did, and um, they said, we're still here, and we're fine because, again, we do things differently, um, They and they really do. They are salary-based. They're not commission-based, so they're not just looking to you know, get a kickback from the institutions. They're really there because they want to help find you the best deal, and I would say the biggest selling point about them is that they are smart enough not to do business with Stuber Gear. Um, <laughs> Stu wanted this crazy loan, uh, and they were just like, "Yeah, what? We don't, we don't recommend that you do that. But if you can find that somewhere else, please, by all means, go do that somewhere else. Uh, you can go to AmericanFinancing.net if you are looking for a loan. If you're buying a house, whatever you need, AmericanFinancing.net, or you can call 800-906-2440. All right, Pat. Okay. So it turns out that that change that they were talking about was not for the better. No, it's certainly not not my not the way I think. Anyway, um, do you remember when uh, some of the Confederate soldiers were being torn down and removed from public squares and colleges and statues? And then the president said, "Okay, well, are, are we also going to remove founders?" He, he, here's what he had to say uh, back then. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now we're going to take down his statue. So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history, you're changing mm-hmm. culture, and you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. There's a couple of great things there. For, uh, you know, he, he goes into the other people that he wasn't. He specifically mentioned that he wasn't talking about the neo-Nazis. He was talking about the other people that were there. So there's that, but also the fact that he mentioned that, okay, are we going to change all of our culture? Are we going to change all of our history? Are we going to tear down the founding fathers now? And the answer was, yes, yes, we're going to. And he got mocked and ridiculed for that. Oh, nobody's talking about George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. 
Well, it's been going on for a couple of years now, and the latest is uh, at Hofstra University, where they're protesting a statue of Thomas Jefferson, and uh, the students there want it removed. It's been defaced multiple times. Uh, they've spray-painted decolonize on it, uh, Black Lives Matter. They've uh, put, put all kinds of uh, signs on that. They've tried to tear it down. They've said it's about the st- what the statue represents, a legacy of racism and bigotry on college campuses. Mm. So you've got Thomas Jefferson under attack at Hofstra. And then at a high school in Northern California, they're trying to remove a George Washington mural that's painted at a high school. And the high school's name is, um, oh, yeah, George Washington High School. <laughs> so, but it's a, that's a different but, George Washington. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's so many George Washingtons <laughs> that this country reveres. On what grounds for the Washington? Because mural. he was a slave owner. Oh, my gosh. And, it, and that the mural uh, traumatizes students. Traumatize, traumatize, if you're traumatized by a George Washington mural... You need to stay home, kids. Okay, you need to stay home and get a binky and put it in your mouth and crawl up, in, curl up in a ball in a corner somewhere. That's ridiculous. I hate to keep harping on this special that we just that Glenn just did, but if you need any more proof that they're trying to attack our culture at the core to try and rewrite our history right. and send us off in a completely different direction, that's Exhibit A and B right there. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. And this is the same things that. That, they, that communists and socialists and radicals have done all throughout history. The Cultural Revolution in China did the exact same thing. I just read a, a report on that that will literally chill you to the core. They talk about you know mass student uprisings on college campuses trying to silence any other uh, opposition. Bam, that's happening all over the place. They actually talk about changing the na- street names because it offended some other leader in, the, in their country offended them and taking down statues to try and pretend that things didn't happen and they aren't mm. who they are. It is uncanny, the things that we're going through now, that fundamentally changed this country, uh, their countries, and now they're trying to do the exact same thing here. Absolutely. Fundamental transformation. We were warned about that 10 years ago by Obama. Mm-hmm. The fundamental transformation of America is five days away. That's what he said before the election in 2008. And it's happening. And the pr- part of the so problem... He actually told the truth about he, something. He actually did. <laughs> he actually did. Uh, part of the problem is we, we're not educating our kids, I don't think, on, on who these men were yeah. and what they did and what they went through, where slavery came from, mm-hmm. um, how long it took everybody else to get rid of slavery... And how long it took the United States of America to get rid of slavery. From our founding, it took 70 years. Great Britain had slavery for 400 years. Shut up, Jason. (laughs) Uh, Before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Um... Pat Gray, I feel like you know a little bit about being in pain. Just <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I know a little, a little things bit. about it. In fact, I'm in so much pain, uh, especially lately, mm-hmm. that I am right now on the three-week trial period for Are you really? Factor. <gasps> yes. Oh, we finally yes. got you to do um, it. Yes. Okay, so Pat, you know as, as, well, you know way more than any, any of us others that pain, when you're in constant pain, it just affects every single part of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just Makes you a little crabby. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. You're mm-hmm. just in a bad mood all the time. Maybe mm-hmm. you get a little bit you know, short with your spouse. I it's said just, good morning it, to Pat one day, and he just punched me straight in the face. 
was like, dang. <laughs> Did you, uh, HR, how are you still here? Um, but it's if, a little bit crabby. Yeah, that was a little <laughs> bit. If you are uh, one of those people who you just live in constant pain and you think this is just what life is and you're never going to get out of pain, try Relief Factor. Uh, it works for me. I've had some back issues. It works for me. Pat, you're on it. I can't wait to see what it does for you. Um, but they have that three-week quick start pack that Pat was talking about. It's $19.95 to purchase it, and 70% of the people who buy that go on to keep buying more. So it's working for the majority of the people who are taking it. It can work for you as well. It's 100% natural. Go to relieffactor.com, or you can call 800-500-8384. Uh, all right, Jason, the Pointer Institute, they, um, they formed this list. Thank God, someone did it. They finally formed a very objective list on, uh, it was unreliable sources of news. And I believe we were on that list. Obviously, we are fake news. Mm. Um, so they formed it. And then what happened? Something interesting happened after that? Well, they were forced to pull it down. Like it was live for what? A grand total of like maybe 24, 48 mm-hmm. hours, yeah. something like that. And then they right. were forced to point it down. So they said, they, in essence, they were saying all these places are either fake news or whatever. Mm. But then they pulled it down and stated, well, we realized that our methodology was a little unreliable. <laughs> so we're not using that. So basically, their method to, to, to identify fake news has been considered fake news. They're- also. They're well, it's whether we agree with them or not. Yes, yeah. their unreliable news website, their unreliable list was unreliable, <laughs> <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, talking about this, I just saw on Facebook last weekend, I'm um, an admin of our of the Blazes Facebook page, and I got a notification pop up on Facebook, um, and it said, you're an independent source has deemed one of your stories as, um, you know, false or fake news. So we're removing... Really? Yes, the okay. story. And I, Do you remember what story it was? Um, it was something about um, a history book. Something, oh. yeah, something that had been written, I believe it was about Trump in a history book. Um, and I just... It was the first time I've ever seen anything like that, and I tried to click on more, and I couldn't. Um, these these independent sources. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, this is getting this is scary it's stuff. It's frightening. It's frightening. It is. So in in an, in the article that I actually read about this, it seemed like it was a Post article, or I can't remember who it was with, but they actually quoted Media Matters for America as one of their expert sources. Oh my to gosh. On this. Oh, okay, good. Oh so gosh. they're using very very reliable and, objective. Uh, and speaking sources. and speaking of Media Matters, so is their involvement in Facebook. Um, we got a hold of a smuggle, smuggled document for one of their big conferences. And um, it was called, like, the document was called, like, the Strategic Plan for Action or something like that. And, the, and David Brock, who's the head of Media Matters, was admitting, saying, hey, we got our butts kicked in digital. We got our butts kicked in uh, social media and everything. So we've made that prime target number one to, to change that, those relationships. He admits in this document how they have reached out to, to Facebook. They have an ongoing relationship with Facebook, Google, and all the other social media giants. Even to the point to where, and I'm trying to quote, that they had secured raw data from those companies to advise them on being able to identify hate speech and fake news oh my and all that gosh. stuff. Mm. Absolutely. So some of these independent sources are coming from groups like that. Media Matters, if you don't know, is a hit squad well, for Hillary Clinton. Hillary and Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. Started by him. And George Soros. And, and yep. then meanwhile, you know, Facebook is using these sources and then they're banning... Uh, you know, Alex Jones and Infowars. So not just the extremists, but any mm-hmm. any other group affiliated with these extremists, 
which I loved the Washington Post yesterday, who uh, labeled Louis Farrakhan as far right and uh, then had to issue is a retraction. Unbelievably stupid. <laughs> yeah, there's not a person on earth who believes he's on the right. Come right. on. Yeah. Come I on know. now. And we've talked about this before. Alex Jones, uh, none of us are fans. But uh, I thought you be, were. I, no. <laughs> well, I'm a fan of actually playing the wacky stuff that he says because it's fun. Um, but should he be banned from Facebook? No. no. Now, Facebook is a private business. They can do what they want. However, um, when they're only doing it to one side, and they've admitted that, that well, at least they claim that Farrakhan is on the right. So that's every single person they banned there was on the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got to lose your immunity because the deal they made with the government was that they're immune to prosecution from what happens on their website if they're not biased. Mm-hmm. Well, they're obviously biased. And they're only shutting down voices on the right. It's just, it's really dangerous. Yeah. It's you're absolutely right. Frightening. You hit the you hit the nail right on the head. They cannot have. So I've heard co- uh, conservatives today talking about how what we can do about this, and um, they're they're rightfully calling out social media for not being consistent and enforcing their you know, whatever their policies are. Um, the adding in Farrakhan was absolutely ridiculous. I do not buy that they even disagree with Farrakhan. I think that they just threw his name in there because they had all of these like what are considered on the right voices. Yeah, and maybe it's just a token to the right here. Yes. We got rid of this guy too. Exactly. I think that's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. Although I, I would like to point out, I mean, Alex Jones is not. He's not a conservative. He's not a conservative. He's labeled, and he's in labeled fact, one. It, when he responded to all this, he admitted that. He did admitted he he's really? not conservative. Yeah, he did. He said on most things, I'm not conservative. Huh. Uh, which is the first I've heard of uh, him really? admitting that. Yeah. And he's not. I mean, it's pretty clear he's not. But um, one of the points he was making is these are his opinions. What are you, what are you doing shutting him down? Can he not say pretty much whatever he wants as long as it's not threatening? As long as it's not terroristic, you should be virtually able to say whatever you want. And as uh, Louis Farrakhan as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that includes that, you know, Biden had a portion of his brain removed 10 years ago, which is what he's been, <laughs> been claiming for 10 years. And then because of that, I guess, he's had two strokes recently, including the other day when he was slurring all his words. Alex said that's a, that's another stroke. So, um, huh. but even if that's not true, medically or it's, it hasn't been proven by anybody, can he not say it? Yeah. That that's his opinion? Yeah. You well, would think so. And I also, you know, it's a sad state of affairs that it shows a lot about our culture and society today that we um, think that it's dangerous that someone else is responsible for my actions, yeah. right? Like it's not dangerous speech. If my actions, I act on something that someone else said, I'm responsible for my actions, not Alex Jones right. being crazy. Exactly. Mm. And the- Back in a minute. Sorry. Shut so- up. God. <laughs> I, I mean, I told you at the beginning of this segment to shut Always. up. Uh, in case you have not subscribed yet, you can go to YouTube. Subscribe to uh, my new YouTube channel. It is called Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. I just had a, uh, a new video that we did that we released this week on, Pat, you'll appreciate this, uh, transgenders oh. in sports competitions. Yeah, boy, that's a big deal right now. Yeah, and that maybe um, it's not a good idea to allow men to compete with women and pose as women yeah. and steal all of their records and championships. And apparently we don't care what women think about that anymore. No. Uh, the competitors are pissed about it. Yeah. yeah but we don't care. So. Well, I mean, they're just women. Right. So it's fine. They're not friends.
Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Uh, Alabama Democrat John Rogers, he came out <laughs> and he said um, some really controversial, disturbing statements about abortion. Um, I know we have a couple clips. I want to first uh, talk about what he said um, about they were on the House floor. They were talking about a ban on abortion. And this is what he had to say. Watch. All I'm saying to you, it ought to be a woman's choice. Mm. I'm not about to be as a male tell a woman what to do with her body. Oh, she has a right no to make a decision <laughs> herself. Oh, God. Here he goes again. Look at him. Some kids are unwanted. So you kill them now, kill them later. You, you bring them in the world unwanted, unloved. You send them to the electric chair. So you kill them now, kill them later. But the bottom line is that I think we should be making this decision. First of all. So are we doing that to a lot of people? We just we kill them now. We, kill, we just decide we're going to send them to the electric chair. It's just an automatic thing, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, it's like yeah. a draft lottery when they're born. Yeah, right before they're born. the electric chair. It's like, do we kill them now or when yeah. they're 30? I, I think you like, kill them now. You kill them now. And don't wait till the electric chair, right? Well, I mean, in which case do they suffer more? Because we clearly well, want them the to electric suffer more. Chair. I think so. Maybe we maybe we, we save it. We yeah, yeah, we wait yeah. and yeah, then yeah. do it later. What's What's funny to me about that is like no one's paying attention. They were on break. Doing the background is like telling jokes, you know, and people walking around. We're paying a lot more attention to them than, <laughs> yeah, than, than no, people were there. Everybody else is probably shocked that that even happened. Like, when did this happen? How is this mic even on? They were very clearly looked to be on break. There's that point when he's like, "Kill him now or kill him later," and he paused for like dramatic effect. Like and nobody paid attention. I know he's like. They're like, oh, okay, that didn't. He, he so I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Kill him now or kill him later. You hear me? Hello? I mean, I would also just like for him to take the marbles out of his mouth. <laughs> you can't hear a word, understand a word that that guy's saying. But, I mean, to his point, that's not really um, the only options. I'm not sure, uh, John Rogers, if you're watching, that you're aware. Um, but. It is a, a really sad state of affairs that this is what we have Democrats out there. And they're saying it. And you know what? I give him props for honesty because at sure. least he's out there and he is saying exactly what he thinks, which is not what all of them do. And he's not the only one who feels that way. I'll bet a lot of them feel that way. They're just not bold enough to say it like he is. It's a death cult. The Democrat Party is a death cult now. And they're showing that every single day. And, they, you know, they, they pretend like they don't understand the difference between the death penalty and abortion. Well, I mean, one involves an innocent person. The other involves somebody who's murdered uh, people under extreme circumstances. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, more than one person. It's hard to get the death penalty now. He's also um, admitting that it is actually killing a human. He is. Right. Which is interesting. saying they're killing them now or they're killing them later. Oh, okay, great. So we are all in agreement that it is killing a human. That's what's so great about these like radical left policies and like whatever, all the stuff they're talking about nowadays. Because if you like, it's one reason, reason, that's the reason why we like AOC so much, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that we're scared of her. It's because finally we have somebody that embodies the stupidity of some of these these policies. And she is out there flaunting it like it's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why she's so 
hilarious and valuable to us. Like, see, this is how stupid this is. Um, but like other stuff, like the transgender thing, you knew if you played that out to its completion, how ridiculous it was going to get. Mm-hmm. Like eventually, we're going to have people modifying their bodies and declaring they're not the age that they are. That happened, or they're declaring they're animals or dragons. Yes, that happened. <laughs> like, see, this gets ridiculous if you play it out. And this is exactly how you know once you ad- admit the absurdity mm-hmm. of killing so- of what he just said. You're automatically admitting that you have no respect for human life. Mm. You have no respect for human life. And yet the other side, the Democrats are fine with all of that. Everything you just mentioned is is fine. Uh, You know, they they don't they don't mind uh, even a white person purporting to be black because that's how they identify. And they can become the head of your local chapter of the NAACP. It is so insane what they will accept and tolerate. It's I, I, you know, five years ago, I, I. you couldn't have believed no. any of this stuff would happen. Um, he also, he was interviewed by the uh, the local news after his comments, and I... Didn't little, really back down. No, I'd say probably <clears throat> double down mm-hmm. and then some. Watch. Earlier today, Donald Trump Jr. condemned your comments. Do you have a response to the president's son? Hey, that's an honor. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. did that. Thank God. Right on. That's definitely no all right, because I don't know nothing he's been right on since he's been here. May, uh, that proved the right to make a seat about abortion. But him being born, that proved the right to be, that's a very, very good defense I have for abortion right to him. Look, look at him and say, why don't you, you abort him saying? when he was born? But he would have made that stupid statement, right? <laughs> so, so his parents made a decision for him. Uh, that's a decision he made for him. So that's the first proof I got that <laughs> mother of all had a right to have abortion. I had. They made a decision to have him, didn't they? They could have aborted him. Oh, man. And they made sense to keep him. Because he's evidently uh, <laughs> retarded. Oh, <laughs> crazy. Golly. He just, so Trump's son, he just keeps I digging he, deeper and deeper. I think I have to tell something wrong with him. Uh, hey, hey that's, a, that's the best defense I got for abortion right there, looking at him. Okay. We need subtitles. I have no idea. I can't even respond to that because I have no idea. What crazy. language? Is, is Alabama now a new language? <laughs> He said, uh, basically, uh, that to, to summarize it, that Donald Trump, if he was honored, that Donald Trump Jr. Uh, was critical of his con- of the comments that he made and that Donald Trump Jr. is a perfect example of why women should have the right to have an abortion because he, he is should very have been clearly, aborted. yes, he's very clearly retarded and oh, crazy. And which is another thing you him. can't say. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going all out, all out. Yeah, you put it all out there. That was good for him. Uh, that was great stuff. Uh, well, I mean, and I haven't seen, have either of you seen any pushback from the Democrats on None. this guy? None. I, I haven't. I have I haven't. not seen it. Which, again. If that was a Republican saying similar things you. about the other side, they'd be demanding that that person be taken out of his position. Yes. Whatever it is. Immediately. Mm-hmm. It'd be front page in New York Times. It would. Easily be front page. It would lead every broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean,. Oh. It's just amazing to me the the publicity that Donald Trump gets for, like, the most benign things that he says. Mm -hmm. And they're like, impeach him. He said that he likes tacos. (laughs) (laughs) And now this guy is just like, yeah, his son is retarded and crazy and should have been aborted. And the left is just like, that's fine. Yeah. It's all fine. Yeah. Sad state of affairs. Uh, All right. So I figured you, you two could appreciate this. The NFL... I guess, is, um, is going to get together and decide whether or not they're going to change their overtime rules. Um, because, you know... To what? Do we well, know? Well, to make, to make it so that uh, the receiving team would... St- so that each party would get a possession in overtime. 
Even if a touchdown is scored by the first. Yes, that must happen. So during the first possession, right. So now during the first possession, if they score Mm. a touchdown, the other team doesn't get a shot. I know. It's a stupid rule. It always blew my mind that they went to sudden death. And it's why I think it's, I think the statistic is 83% or I don't know, somewhere between 75 and 85% that the team who receives the ball first wins. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because yeah, they're getting the only shot, right. and the other team doesn't get a chance. I mean, it seems it's not fair. It's not pretty fair. unfair if there's one team. So essentially, the game is won by a coin toss. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I hate that. Exactly. So they're kind of going so towards college rules, basically, right? Which Except, would be okay yeah. with me. Yeah. I mean, I think the co- I love the college overtime. They maybe they maybe starting at the twenty five is too close. Yeah, I don't for like the that. pros. Maybe you start at the fifty. I don't know. But yeah. do we know what they're what they're planning to do? Or is it is it just kick off the ball and then they. Yeah, they so just I heard the going. only. Yeah, so I heard the only change okay. that they were talking about making was is that, kick the ball back to the other team. Correct. The other team will now, even if they get a possession, even if they get a touchdown on their first possession, the other team will still have a chance. I hope I they like go it. with that. Yep, yeah, I like yeah. it. I know. So, um, uh, you know, all of the owners and the NFL is obviously watching this program. So just so you guys know, we do approve. Stamp of, of approval plan. from us. Yes. That probably makes a big difference to them. You're welcome. So we did a, a, a draft on Glenbeck Radio. Pat was there. We did a, the disastrous Dem draft of 2020, and we all tried to pick. This is hard to follow. We tried to pick who were the worst candidates. Now, we didn't have a specific criteria. It is just like, subjectively uh, judging overall for a multitude of reasons, who do you think was, uh, you know, are the worst candidates? And we did a little bit of a mini draft. So I know that there's a poll up online that you guys can take. Um, Let's see, where is it? Glenn had uh, Warren, Biden, Buttigieg, and Tulsi Gabbard. Stu, and he's he's in the lead right now, Stu uh, picked Beto, Robert Francis, uh, Eric Swalwell, Jay Inslee, and Marion Williamson. Um, I picked Gillibrand, Kamala, Wayne Messam, and Klobuchar. And I would just like to point out, I am very anti-women uh, president. Which I is why that, yeah. I went, I went <laughs> yeah. for the women. Got I went a couple for of women, women on there. And you can't trust women. You really can't. You cannot trust women. You do not want one as president. Uh, Andrew Heaton. <laughs> Picked uh, Sanders, Castro, uh, Seth Moulton. And I like Keaton's list the best. I think. I mean, Bernie, Bernie, and Castro. That's pretty mm-hmm. strong. Pretty strong. That's a really strong. It's really uh, solid. Yeah. Mine is the uh, obviously not good. Right. Uh, I well, did not do well. Well, I say Cory Booker. <laughs> I think Cory Booker. That's a good one. Cory Booker is pretty good. The the other three, yeah, not so much. Okay, but John Delaney. You have, you have let, let me read it for podcast listeners, Booker, Hickenlooper, Yang, and Delaney. I mean, John Delaney's been running for like 40 years. Yeah. And still no one knows who he is. That's right. pretty bad. That is bad. That's pretty bad. I'm going to give you credit for that. There was, you guys were supposed to pick the, the, the worst, worst candidates. That, yeah. Like, it would be a disaster if they Yeah. Okay. And so we got down to the final, and uh, who was it? Michael Bennett? Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was just he was the only one not chosen. We didn't, yeah. So he <laughs> apparently was the winner, so to speak. But <laughs> it's just because none of us knew who he was. Yeah, just oh, he, through attrition. He's the guy that just yeah he out. just announced yes. yesterday, I think. Yes. Okay, yeah. 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 So we didn't get a chance to to figure out what good old Michael Bennett was all about, but just, mm. what a clown show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's. I can't honestly. I don't know whether to be excited about the um, the debates or not be excited about the debates because obviously we're in this business. We have to watch them. How do they get out of it being any shorter than five hours? I mean, how are they going to, how are they going to 
to well, make these. To they're dividing it into two nights, but you still have 21 candidates. <laughs> I, I mean, How do you do that. That's like ten and a half per show. So. I know. I thought the GOP in the last election was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah everyone's standing up there, but yeah, they're going to well, right. That and away. that was what sixteen. Uh, however many they, however maybe? many they had on yeah. in the actual debates, but because they had the the regular, the front runners, and then they had like the juniors. Right. I think it's going to be fun. I really do because you're already seeing a huge split. I mean, there's a, there's a bona fide feud now brewing between the Sanders campaign and the Biden campaign. Yeah. That's gonna, and I think Sanders is going for blood on this. Well, I think he needs to blood. because he's 24 points behind Biden now. Mm-hmm. Is he really? Yeah, 39-15 according to CNN. Then there was another poll that came out the next day, and he was 26 points behind. Biden needs to do what Trump should have done. Trump would have coasted into victory if he just would have kind of shut up and just let his campaign do the talking. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to tweet or anything, and he would have coasted in. Biden just needs to shut up right now. He just needs to like literally like go off the fact that, hey, I'm not socialist and I'm not crazy, yeah. and he'll walk to the nomination. Well, yeah, but he, uh, there's a clip of him saying, I'm the most progressive person, you know, running. Yeah, that's like a badge of honor now, which is hilarious. They I used know. to run away from that label, and now yeah. they fight over who's the bigger progressive. Yeah. It's insane. Insane. All right. Uh, remember, you can tweet us your questions and comments using the hashtag #TheBlazeY. Um, this first one, I don't have it on my on my card. Oh, okay. So this is a really random um, oh, listener. Wow. I guess. Biased at all. I guess his name is Stephen. He happened to say Sarah's list for the disastrous Dems draft was by <laughs> far the best. One. Wow. That is wow. so kind That's of this random listener. I yeah. can't believe I... Stephen Smith. I don't... Hmm. I, that's it's that's a very common name, so I don't. That certainly was not me tweeting that from my husband's account. No, he's walking uh, lips with someone that looks very familiar right there. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know what you're. T- oh, that she looks very lovely. She, she looks like a very lovely woman. Uh, I think we have one more. All right, so Mr. Beepers said, could you do an experiment with YouTube where you do a video playing with puppies just to see if you're still demonetized? Because <laughs> I know Glenn, yeah, Glenn has talked about um, all of the videos that, that he puts up on YouTube. Um, if it's just any sort of content that the liberal heads at YouTube don't like, they just eh, demonetize yeah, I like, everything now. I like to go back to what, we said, to what I said at the beginning of the show, that... Uh, People like Media Matters, they, they've already admitted, and the direct, almost the direct quote, we have secured raw data from people like Facebook and Google. Google owns YouTube. Mm-hmm. This is not a surprise. Mm-hmm. This they is need all to lose their immunity. Plan. Absolutely need to lose Absolutely. It. All right, yesterday's poll, should America get involved with the situation in Venezuela right now? Ooh, no. 63% said Thank no. You. Yes, that's good. Mm-hmm. 37 said yes, though. I'm surprised at that number. I would have thought that it would have mm-hmm. been a little bit lower. Um, Jason, you agree with that, right? We yeah, should not get involved. A, a military, military. Militarily, it would be an absolute disaster. We do not need to be doing that. Plus, you, de- you legitimize the people that say we're the ones that go in and do all this stuff and we're the cause for it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. Stand back. Maduro is doing it all on his own. Socialism is doing it on its own. Right. The people will, will rise up and take it down just like they have in every other system pretty much going forward. I mean, in, in the past. We don't have to do anything. We just need to stand back. And stand for our own values and let nature take its course. Yeah. Uh, whoa, that was cold. That was a cold ending there, Jason. Uh, today's poll, which Democratic presidential candidate do you want to see go against Trump in 2020? I mean, none of the above. Is that an option? Oh, no, come on. I, I, also, I also am curious. I don't think Twitter's polls have enough 
uh, options for all of the candidates. So I'm not sure yeah. which ones they picked. Uh, Jason, who do you think? Thanks for coming to me first. Uh, <laughs> Biden versus Trump is pay-per-view viewing. Every mm-hmm. night they do a debate. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for that. And that's what it's going to be, I, I think. That's okay, just what it's going to do, too. Yeah, I mean, but, but do you want that, though? Because Biden, I think, would have also the best shot at beating Trump. So do yeah, we really I, want that? I mean, which would you prefer to see go against Trump to me would mean the person with the least chance. I think that Biden might also be the least socialist among them. Yeah. Um, So maybe if, you know, if heaven forbid a disaster does strike and the Democrat did win, he might be the, you know, the least of the bad options. Yeah. Very optimistic. He's no moderate. Let's not go there. No. He's no, no. moderate. But no, he's, but, but in today's, standards, for sure. today's standards, he would be seen as moderate. Right. That's what's so scary. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. name, uh, he's one of the most moderate people, moderate to today's standards. Yeah. Running right now. Right. And that's terrifying. And he, he will get, I think, a lot of those a lot of those Democrats that flip mm-hmm. to Donald Trump in places like Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he we'll probably get will get them, get them back, yep. which will be dangerous. But there's a lot of people. There, there are a lot of people that love Bernie Sanders. And I think they are just going to be so pissed that the superdelegates all went with Biden because they're scared to death of, of Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of them have already saying that if Bernie Sanders doesn't win, they're voting for Trump just mm-hmm. to try to bully them. But I think that... I don't know. I, the, 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 that spiteful vote might just actually happen. So I, I, the Democratic Civil War is a real thing. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting after Biden takes it, as I think he, he will, mm-hmm. what they end up doing in response. A lot of them probably just won't vote and will go third party. Yeah. Like, All right. Well, everyone, get your popcorn ready for sure. Let us know what you think at The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. We'll see you guys Monday. Who will win as an independent this year? Like, will there be like another uh, ritual? Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.